Wait, what? Wait, what? Where are we? What's happening? Oh, hey, hey, viewing party listeners. You made it to this podcast. You found us online. Hope you use the hashtag mini pod squad. Wesley and Katie and some cats. Watching movies, eating snacks. We're not sponsored by anybody. We don't even have a Patreon. We're just having fun. Welcome to viewing party. What's a test? Viewing party. Chanting all over your Tatum! Doing party! We went to the moon in 1969. Not 1970, but a year sooner. And then they rhyme it with lunar. And then we went to the moon in 1969. Not 1968, but a year after. That is the song. That is the Even Steven song. Can I look that up? Yes, please. Oh, my God. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 69. (laughs) I've been waiting for this episode for so long. For zero reasons. I didn't know it was episode 19. I didn't. I didn't know it was the 1900s. I didn't know. 1969. Even Stevens. I should have done this beforehand. That's fine. Yeah. So I was. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Well, we went to the moon in 1969. Later. <laughs> we went to the moon in 1969. That's when the astronauts first walked inside a crater. <laughs> we went to the moon in 1969. Not 1970, but a year sooner. We went to the moon. In 1969, I think that was Luna. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so that's the song. Oh, we the moon. Steven. God, I uh, love that song so hard. It's like the only song I remember. It's still stuck in my head, too. When I think it's about so the crazy. moon, I think about even Stevens. <laughs> I think about Christy Carlson Romano <laughs> and that little lavender pencil skirt. <laughs> I had no idea she, what she was wearing. I just knew that it was like a yeah musical number for whatever reason. That show. It was just like a musical episode they did, right? And think, for whatever reason, they were like, oh. And they just like went down the hallways singing. And, we'll yeah. sing about the moon. I mean, it happens. So, on that note, no such thing as a flat earth. We totally went to the moon, everybody. <laughs> Tupac's probably still alive, though. <laughs> Just getting all the conspiracies out of the way. The podcast is over. You've, we've done all <laughs> we need to do here. I'm not going to try and prove anything. That song proves enough. I know. They yeah. couldn't have written that song about something. <laughs> a song that good could only be inspired by true events. <laughs> uh, that's so true. Thanks. I try. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Katie. Hi, I'm Wesley. And this is Viewing, Viewing Party. Party. I heard that there was a Flat Earth talk last week while I wasn't around. Yeah. So I had to clear a few things up off the air. <laughs> Wesley trying to give a Bachelorette update, and that's the direction it went. You want one? <laughs> we can get one, yeah. Oh, girl. Okay, first, I've been right about everything the last few weeks, yeah. and I'm like number four in my bracket. Nice. In my little... My batch bracket. Yeah. Dot com. You can go to batchbracket.com. We ain't sponsored this shit. <laughs> um, okay, so when this episode comes out, it's hometowns, oh. which means she's going to the hometowns. Right. Meeting the home folks. <laughs> the parents and she the family She sent the last black dude home then. this last week, which we all knew was going to happen. We were like, I don't think she actually likes black guys that much. Mm. I think she's keeping a couple around to look like a good person. Yeah. Uh, not that she's a bad person, but I was like, no, nah, she's just super into white dudes. Like, that's who she gets excited about. Yeah. Everybody else is like, well, he's cute, I guess. <laughs> not really my type. And I'm like, we know. <laughs> we know, honey. You're from Minnesota. <laughs> it snows there. Uh- <laughs> obviously, the weather dictates your type, if you didn't know that before this podcast. And proof that it doesn't. 
The <laughs> the okay. So yeah. So we're down to four dudes. We're down to Garrett, Blake. Sorry, Balake. <laughs> okay. Uh, Con- Connor, and. Like Justin, <laughs> he kind of looks like uh, he he kind of looks like American Psycho, but like nice. You know what I mean? Like if he was like a nice guy, like okay. not like yeah, I'm a nice guy, but if he was like genuinely like an upbeat dude, right? And you want to hang out with kinda what's like, what's American Psycho? Like what's that character's name? The character I don't remember. Like, it's a uh, Christian something. Bale. Anymore. <laughs> They're all the same. I just think that he is actually that person. Regardless. <laughs> My friend Matt, who's listening to this podcast right now, said before that he's like, I'll listen to it and you'll ask these questions and I know the answer. So then I'm saying the answer, but Wesley's also telling you the answer. <laughs> and he's like, oh, she wasn't listening to me. <laughs> I'm like, I can't hear you. You're you're in the past. I love that everyone does that with podcasts. Because I like, oh, I know. do that with podcasts I'm listening to. I'm like, you're thinking of this. This is what, oh yeah, I know what you mean by that. Um, so we're going to these four dudes. She's going to go meet some families. It's going to be really boring. My prediction is that it comes down to Garrett and Blake, Balake, and, uh, and uh, I don't know who she picks. I feel like it's probably Garrett because he got the first impression rose, but I'm also scared that it's Garrett because she voted for Hillary and he voted for Trump. We oh, found out via the internet. But we do know that Connor... No, Connor's gone. It's not Corbin... It's like Colton. Colton yes. is a virgin and he owns a charity. Wait, does he also have a kid? I'm confused. I don't know. No, his charity has to do with a kid. <laughs> Two of those things can't both be true. Someone's the antichrist <laughs> in this situation. And I don't know who. <laughs> Colton owns a charity and he like works with kids and stuff. Okay. But he's also a virgin and he uh it's also been leaked that he's on the new Bachelor in Paradise, so he does not win the Bachelorette, oh. and he's also Spoiler. connected with someone who was on the Bachelor last season. They dated for a hot second, and I guess it comes back around that like she's super into him or something. And it was like, well, this was staged as crap, but it's pretty exciting television, everybody. <laughs> because when they go back to the, because they go back to meet, she goes back to like his hometown, yeah. and meets his like friends, and like I guess that she's there, like that other. It's fine. Oh, it's dear. a whole, it's a whole conspiracy, oh, and dear. it's so good. And I'm just like, yeah, girl, you get that TV money. Yeah, I would. I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's gaining them some Instagram followers, and I could really use a few of those. So if you'd like to watch me on The Bachelor, you can vote for me <laughs> at Good Job Katie. <clears throat> yeah, at Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. That's the Bachelor update. <laughs> it's super. We're getting. We're getting. We're getting down to. <laughs> we're getting down to the good stuff. By the uh, good stuff, I mean people start crying. The last yeah. three, four episodes, three, four. There's only like four know. left. People start crying a lot, and it's kind of a. It's kind of a good time. <laughs> I love a good cry. I love watching a good cry. I love watching a good cry. I hope some of these men start crying. I'm ready. <gasps> I'm ready. It's a spinning chair. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm positive that everyone at home understands what happened. <laughs> I'm sure they do. That small interaction. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> what about you? What have I been up to on The Bachelorette? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. What? Are, yep, that's The Bachelor update. Yeah. The end. Do you do Park and Rex? Sure. Been watching anything besides The Bachelorette? The Handmaid's Tale. Okay. What did you think of the ending? I have not seen any of it, but I have heard... People either love it or hate it. Which side were you on? I didn't understand. Well, okay, so I'm one of those people who clearly... Sometimes a movie ends and I'm like, wow, I really get it. And then the other half of the time I'm like, what? (laughs) Are you trying to tell me? I need subtitles. Yeah. So I went back immediately and watched one of those, like, inside the episode videos. And they were like, oh, this is what it means. I was like, oh, well, that's fine. That's fine, I guess. I'm mad. I hate it. Okay. However, what were we going to do if she didn't stay? Like, we're, like, there were not really, I mean, they'll yeah. find something to do. Yeah. But it wouldn't be as interesting as, like, ooh, can I tell you, can I talk about it freely at all? Do you want to see it? Um, I wouldn't spoil it, just in case. Okay. But. Somebody goes somewhere, and somebody <laughs> goes somewhere else. Oh. 
<laughs> like, was it your facial expressions that was real serious? The north and south going Zach <laughs> is what happens here. And it's really serious. It's really, really serious. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, I kind of hate it because I hate feel because I'm like, ah, oh, but, uh, but at the same time, I'm like, we've got a cool story that's going to happen yeah, now. Yeah. And mm, I mean, I think they're already planning season three, so. Oh, they were totally planning season three. I think they're. I believe that they'd already signed a contract for it. So that, that, that doesn't surprise me at all. I'm interested to see what on earth they're going to do. <laughs> also, the thing that has continually freaked me out the most through all of this mm-hmm. is like, this season opened up a lot of stuff and I was like, whoa, I didn't think about it quite this way. Yeah. That, and this is, Okay. First, so many thoughts. One, thing that freaked me out. They're wearing bright red all of the time, Wesley. They can't hide from anything nope. ever. And it totally freaks me out. Mm-hmm. And I know it's all of that on purpose, but I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, Every yeah. time I'm like, you're so close to... You're in bright red. You're screwed. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, why don't you take off that freaking robe, honey, and put mm-hmm. on something green or at least, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. pr- fake it. I get real mad. I get super scared. But the other thing is someone asked me... They're, I tell people about The Handmaid's Tale, and then they ask me, like, well, what is it about? And I was like, well, this weird government's taken over. And they're like, well, how's the government set up and stuff? And I was like, I just realized that I don't really know because it's from the woman's perspective. Mm-hmm. That you don't, we don't really know what the government is, mm-hmm. what it looks like, how it operates, who's running what. Because right. it, everything is from the handmaid's perspective, mm-hmm. and she's not allowed to know any of this. Yeah. And what I remember from the book, and I read it years ago, is that it's like basically like the government shuts down and then like comes back differently slowly. Yeah. But so now it's like, woof. like it becomes a thing, but it's so <sighs> gradual that like it's almost imperceptible. Well, we're. It's, yeah. Stuck in the middle with you, jerks. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, it's like, there's no, there's no getting around it. This is the worst possible future outcome for the government I could, I could ever see. But super cool character arcs are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, in the first season, the narration from Offred, from June, is really... It, it like you know it is what it is and then the second season her narration changes a bit because it's like she's not talking as someone who's just like been in Gilead forever like this is someone who's like been outside Gilead and so you can kind of tell that they've like changed the tone of her narration a little mm-hmm. bit to like oh this is someone who's like seen it all at this point not like hmm I wonder what's gonna happen but like right, yeah oh Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. God, it gets worse. Yeah. She was just like, I would love to tell you a different story, but, like, this, but is, this not, is what happened. But this is what happened. Yeah. So it's, like, one of the most incredible shows ever. Like, this is... It's too much. It's too much. Yeah. Also, they added, they added three more episodes this season, and that was, like, oh, God. Like, ten is, like, a lot to handle, but then 13 is, like... Yeah. <sighs> And then in the middle of the week, they release on a hump day. Hump day, Wesley! <laughs> so you might sorry. as well put it out on a Monday. <laughs> like, it's so hard to watch. And then you spend the half, next half of your week, like, oh man, what's gonna happen? Oh man. And then you get to the beginning half of the next week, and you're like, oh man, I gotta, like, get ready for the next one. Oh, I can't this do why this. I don't watch it, because that's a lot of. It's so good. Just watch, just watch it, though. No. No, it's good for you. <laughs> You have to. I have read. Stay it. woke. I am good. <laughs> stay woke, Wesley. <laughs> I'm Can good. Can we have T-shirts to say "Stay woke, Wesley"? <laughs> sure. That'll be a new segment of the podcast. <laughs> You'll be like, "All right, here's something that we learned this week from the media about the world." Oh, stay no. woke, Wesley. Yep. You can run a totally more. other blog. <laughs> oh, what? It's fine. But yeah, that's my. That's my handmaid's tale update. Yeah. I didn't really watch any movies. No, I did. I watched the first two Jurassic Parks this week. Nice. I love them. I haven't seen them for a long time. They were so good. They just did everything that they needed to do. And the first two feel really different from each other. Mm-hmm. 
and the third one feels a little different from all of them, and then the rest of them are, you know, like, it's just, it's fine. I missed the first couple, and I just really <laughs> wanted to. And it was also really interesting that now, as an adult, I'm very attracted to Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> you know? You know? Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, they got a pop figure of shirtless Jeff I've Goldblum right now. And I just... Did you see mm. he got a star on the Walk of Fame, mm-hmm. and he did that pose mm-hmm. with his star, and it made me laugh I so just... Oh, so Jeff Goldblum's a thing. But when I was a kid, I was super into Dr. Grant. Like, yeah. the other dude that was there. And my sister was like, yeah, I remember that. I didn't really get why. He's not that cute. I was like, but he was smart, and he was brave, and he took care of the kids. Yeah. So I did not care about all of this, like, neurotic shirtless man <laughs> running around. I was like, but there's a man taking care of children out there in the world. Yeah. This is important. <laughs> also, he digs up. I, like, had a phase where I was like, man, being, a, like, a paleontologist would be cool. I feel like a lot of people had a paleontology phase. For some reason. Thanks, Jurassic Park. But also, <laughs> Basically, yeah. do you want to get, you know, dust lung, <laughs> lockjaw, <laughs> blue balls? I don't know. I'm just going in a very different direction. Do you, Wesley, do you want any of those things? <laughs> don't be a paleontologist. Because <laughs> that's pretty much all it is. There's a lot of like, oh, man, there's dirt everywhere. And then like, I'm talking so much that my mouth hurts. And then you don't really find much. So I guess that's <laughs> You get really excited to find nothing. I think that's how it works. I've never had them, and I don't really believe they We they're, got to do some Believe cool. they're real. I thought you were going to say, me neither. <laughs> I was ready. <laughs> we did a paleontology thing when I was in the, like, talented and gifted program in elementary school. Of course you were. Yeah. <laughs> but they, the teacher was able to get a hold of, like, actual fossils oh. of dinosaur bones. And we, like, did a whole unit where we got to use power tools and, like, take the dirt away from the bone. It was very you cool. Got to take the dirt off the bone. How did they... How much did that cost? I have no idea. They how many box big. tops did they have to turn in? <laughs> a billion. <laughs> Billions of box tops from our granola and cereal. Oh, you remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, turn yeah. these in for school for the money. And I was like, What? I'm homeschooled. Thing, My parents just have the money. <laughs> we just go to the bank. I used to think that you would just pull up at the bank drive through <laughs> and they'd give you money and suckers. Well, so when my parents were like, we don't have money, I was like, well, why don't we go to the bank? <laughs> they yeah. just give you money. <laughs> like, it doesn't work that way. And I'm no. like, but then, the w- <laughs> but what's the point? If, like, <laughs> if the only bank, that was the thing. You just like drove the, up and were like, could I have money? And could I have like, some money? also have some candy. Yeah. <laughs> could I have some money for my bills, please? And I'm like, sure. Well, I mean, I feel like, like you could have like a, you know, they'd have like a budget, like a, you know, like a cast system <laughs> where you could only get this much money every so often. And then you would use it on whatever you want. Probably suckers for the kids. <laughs> Trips to Disney for some families who I guess could afford it. Their allowance was higher from the government. <laughs> that's, government you know, that, yeah, that's how doctors worked. was like, oh, wait, get away, fly. No one invited you. That's, anyways, I don't think I'm actually going to make up a whole, like, government system. Yeah. I'm not Alexander Hamilton. I'm not going to create a new financial system that's for the country. Good. That's probably good. <sighs> yep. So today we watched, um, wait, are we done? You want anything else? Did I watch things? Oh, I went to the theater. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we went to see... I've been to the theater twice in one week, which is crazy talk, because I had to go downtown. Um, the Ohio Theater downtown is doing their summer movie series. Oh, yeah. So we went to a couple different things. We went to see Rebecca last week with Victoria. Yes. Which was super fun. It was a old Hitchcock movie in black and white, and based off the Daphne du Maurier novel. And it was so good. What's it about? I don't remember. Oh, it's so great. So it's about um, a young woman who meets this, like, broody, rich, older guy when she's traveling with this, like, she's a job as a traveling companion. So, like, she's, it was the thing they did back in the 40s. Wait, what? So, um. You could, like, rent a friend? Kind of. So it was, like, this older woman, like, wanted to have a younger, like, 
someone to travel with her so she wasn't alone. No. So she would, you would hire, you could hire someone or like take your niece or that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and just have another person with you to like have conversations with and do things with. Or sometimes it was the other way where like you were young and had a chaperone. Oh. So this young woman is um, traveling with this older lady, ends up meeting this guy at this hotel when they're in Morocco or something. And go, like, they he ends up marrying her and they go back to his, like, f- super fancy estate that he lives in, Manderley. And there's this whole, like, mysterious thing going on because his, like, ex-wife died, like, a year before in, like, a tragic boating accident. And, like, sh- her personality and, like, memory of her haunts, like, the entire house. And so, like, everywhere the new bride turns, there's, like, well, this is how the former Mrs. DeWinter did things. Or this is what time she answered letters. Don't you want to go answer letters right now? This is the kind of meal she would have. Like, are you okay with us serving that? And, like, then there's this, like, creepy, like, housekeeper lady who is just, like, was obsessed with the first wife. Oh, my God. So there's always, like creepy mysterious stuff happening and like you find out like the backstory of how the wife died and like all the like weird mystery behind it it's super great the book is super good it's so the woman who wrote it also wrote the birds short story so that's the kind of vibe that like oh god her stuff has and then hitchcock takes it and does his thing yeah and it's like moody and wonderful. Good. That's exciting. Yeah, it was so good. I had never seen it and it was cool to see it in the theater. We were probably the youngest people there <laughs> by like 20 years. I just want to point it was fun. I just want to point out the like how low your sound bars are. Yeah. And then as soon as I start talking, it's just like this it just big like, out. Bing! <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, look. Oh, that's just how loud I am, I guess." Yep. Yep. <laughs> So then, last night, it was Friday the 13th. Yep. And so they had a ghostly double feature. No, thank you. Oh, yes, thank you. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it was not scary. Oh, no, they had the ghost and <laughs> Mr. Chicken. They played the ghost and Mr. Chicken and, and an Abbott Costello movie. Yes, about that's a ghost. right. And, and didn't get to go. It was so fun. Rainer. Both Rainer. the movies Rainer. were hilarious. And so you know the organ piece that they play? Yeah. Is there a live organist? There's the live organist playing the pipe organ that's like in the theater (sighs) and like comes up out of the ground. So he does like pre-movie music and then like goes, they'd like send him back underground and then like after the Ghost of Mr. Chicken is done... He raises up and he's playing the song from the movie and everyone like lost it. It was so great. (laughs) Oh my God. That's so amazing. That is, I'm such a Don Knotts fan. That movie, like it, it's so It makes me laugh that it has such a following. Yeah. I had never heard of it until you guys, your family (laughs) introduced it. You guys. Oh, it's so good. But like, I see that like Target always has it on DVD. Always. It's massive. Like, it's, it's always so there. They showed it as one of their, like, capstone, like, double feature nights. Like, it's so weird. And it was there's, packed. There's no reason to love that movie <laughs> as, much no. as, as much as people who like that movie like that movie. It, like, it doesn't... It's one of those that, like, must have just caught you at a good time when you first saw it. Oh, my God. Well, then, but, like, anytime you see it, this is almost a good time. It's a weird movie. And you're yeah. normally like, who introduced me to this nonsense? But it's also just, like, really classic Donna. Yeah. And the gang. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's really... Uh, it's, yeah. The whole, like, elevator sequence where, like, they can't get it to the right height and there's just, like... Yeah. So much just, like, weird that. humor. Or and him just, like, it, all of his... It brings out all of his physical humor. Mm-hmm. Like, him giving a speech. The speech, yeah. <laughs> I love the speech. Let, let me clarify this. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> As we all know, brave is short for bravery. <laughs> Let me clarify this. <laughs> like, okay, okay. Uh, this is a great speech. Oh, and then his note cards fly away. There's just so much yeah. in that movie that's so, 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 so good. It's I'm, like, so freaking silly. freaking out about and, like, stuff. And, yeah. 
his little faces. He kind of re- my friend Corey kind of reminds me of Don Knotts. <laughs> Corey, if you're listening, I know you're not. <laughs> I'm done with that pun. All right, it's good. You're welcome. What did we watch today, Leslie? Today we watched Easy A. Easy A. That's not think? the theme song. <laughs> no, they didn't have it. Well, maybe you could count Pocket Full of Sunshine as a theme song, but I don't think it had one. Yeah, when, I gotta remember. There's also that song this about movie came wood out at the in like end. 2011 or 12. It was, it was some good time. Some good time, gal. Because it was after I was out of college. Dude. Dude. I'm sorry, I just got this new phone, and then I just got this new case, and this case is already cracked. I've dropped it oh, that no. much. 2010. Excuse me. Not as late as I thought. But, yeah, this is like, I feel like with this movie, they started making teen movies for teenagers again. Yeah. Which was a nice twist. It was nice. So. The good old days. Ow. What were they making teen movies for? They were making, like, weird, like, American Pie-style teen movies. Yeah, that were, like, teens don't watch. No. Like, teens don't do this. Yeah. Whereas this was, like, something that, like, you would have watched at a sleepover in high school. Yep. Because it was just fun. Well, did Mean Girls start that sort of trend, essentially? Like, the slow trend up? Because it was around the same time that, like, Superbad came out. That was a big movie yeah. for, for teens, I guess. Yeah. Uh, like, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen came out, and that was a big sleepover movie. I guess that was while I was still in high school. But it was like... Yeah, I never saw that. But one. it was like a slow burn up to, like, more teen movies for teens. Yeah. Back teens for teens! In the, like, 80s teen movie sense. Yes. Yeah. I which this movie days. references a lot, which I appreciate. Yes, you do. Part of me appreciates that, that they're, like, saying, like, look at the parallels. But then there's other times where I'm like, man, why are you drawing so much attention to this? Yeah. Like, it felt, it, it's cliche to do. But maybe this made it cliche. Who knows? It's a teen movie. Why am yeah. I going to, like, dissect it real, real hard? Yeah. Well, run us through the plot, Wesley. All right, so... You've seen this movie way more than me. Yeah, I'm also sleepy and feel drunk. Oh, no. In sleep. <laughs> just, when I get sleepy, I just feel drunk. Like, what happened? Like, you've been here for a while. I've been here forever. <laughs> so, Drinking. <this> Water. <laughs> okay. Do we to... No, keep going. I'm just going to get water. <laughs> I'm just going to leave. Okay, and then I'm just leave me unattended while I talk. Uh, okay. Okay, I didn't know you want. Leave me unattended all the time. <laughs> this podcast is basically me off by the leave. I'm going to leave. <laughs> Go on, Wesley. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, okay, so this movie starts with is Emma Stone. Was this one of her first? She's perfect. One of her first big movies, maybe? maybe. I don't. This is the first time I remember seeing her. Um,. So she stars as a high school kid in this California small town who, um... There's no such thing as small town California. Yeah. Well, I don't know anything about Ojai, but they made it really clear that that's where it was, so... <laughs> With all the letters. <laughs> like, everywhere. everywhere. We really didn't need to know that. Um, so she has this kind of crazy best friend, Rian- Rhiannon... Yeah. Rihanna? Rihanna. Who's um, played by Allie What's-Her-Name from the Disney Channel, yeah. which is just such a departure from her, like, Disney Channel. What show was she on? She was on Phil the Future? I love that show. I'll look it up. Okay. Continue. Okay. So she, her friend Rihanna has cr- these, like, crazy, weird, hippie parents that she's like, they're the craziest people, even for California. They're really weird. And they invite her to go camping, and she's like, I can't do that. And so she lies and tells her best friend that she has a date with some college guy that goes to school with her brother, which we never hear about the brother again, so I'm not sure. I don't think she has a brother. She mentions that she... Maybe she may... I don't know. She never mentions that again. So she says that she has a date with this guy instead, 
And then there's a montage of her at home just, like, hanging out in her room for the entire weekend. Um, gets back to school on Monday. Her friend asks her how the date went. She's like, oh, it's fine. He was nice. Blah, blah, blah. And probably never see him again after this weekend. She was like, whoa, you spent the whole weekend together? Like, this is big news. And so her friend won't take no for an answer, so she just tells him that she slept with this random guy named George. George. George, that's imaginary. And so once she tells her friend this, and then someone else is in the bathroom and overhears, which is, um, what is that actress's name that I just forgot? That plays the super Christian girl. Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes, being such a good Amanda Bynes. Um, yes, it was Phil of the Future. And she was in that band Alley and AJ. Which, I have that album somewhere, <laughs> because... Wesley! <laughs> I do. I'm learning so much about you. I don't know why, but I remember playing it when my nieces came over when they were little. When they were, like, six or seven. And they thought it was super great. What was that one single? You're not winning till you're getting... Get it with me. I don't know that. She sang that song. <laughs> well, I sang that song at least. I don't know about her, but I sure did. I'm going to look that up. Oh, right. It was pretty awful. I can play the Ellie and AJ song <laughs> for you later. Maybe it's a Christmas album. I don't know what I have. I don't. It's not important. It's fine. <laughs> so why I have it. music from Disney Channel character stars. Yeah, so um, Amanda Bynes plays a super... No, the right enthusiastic Christian character in this movie. Um, she's pretty stereotypical, but we can have a whole conversation about how they portray Christians in this movie because it's interesting. Um, so she overhears what Olive's been up to, which is Emma Stone's character, and suddenly the entire school knows because for some reason the... Uh, um, can't think of words today. It's all good. Yeah, rumors, me neither, girlfriend. Oh, God. <laughs> rumors just, like, spread like wildfire at their school. Yeah. Even about just people so that are not important. That, like, none of them knew existed the day before. Yep. Which makes no sense. Dude, I couldn't even get a rumor started that I had an STD <laughs> when I wanted to. <laughs> Did you try this at some point? Maybe. <laughs> yes. Because. You don't have to answer. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I had a phase <laughs> where I really needed some attention, and I had a crush <laughs> oh, on no. a boy with a beard, <laughs> and that's it. Okay. It didn't spread. <laughs> it got, like, two people out, and it was like, no one cares, Kitty. Also, we all know that's not true. <laughs> I was like, got it. Yeah. Cool. I was trying yeah. real. I didn't really try that hard. Yeah. It was just sort of one of those, like, oh, did that... Ooh. Okay, cool. Nobody cares. Got it. It was that kind of rumor. <laughs> like the normal just, rumor where you're like, just oh my out. god, it's gonna... Yeah. No one cares. Yeah, so suddenly the whole school knows about this, and she yells at some girl in class and gets detention, and ends up hanging out with an old friend of hers, um, what's his name, Brandon, I believe, who's also in detention because he got beat up by someone because he's gay and apparently... In 2010, still, that was a thing people got beat up for. I guess. Which seems I mean, way yeah, too people, recent. Yeah, people get beat up for that. No, just, just I'm sad. Like hiccuping, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like in between hiccups. Ooh, that hurt. Oh. Yeah, people get beat up for, you know, living their lives. Yeah. Ow! <laughs> you dying? My, my knee has been <laughs> out of sorts lately. Oh, dear. And it's been like swelling and stuff, so uh-huh. I just felt it like wobble in in its inside of it. like the bones. Oh, oh. The bones got funny. <laughs> Please keep talking. Okay. <laughs> so she's hanging out with this guy again, and he comes in to her and is like, "Hey." Well, she tells him at some point, like sometimes you just need to like fake it, fake it during high school, and then you can go on with your life afterwards because high school is not important in the big scheme of things. So he comes to her later and he's like, hey, I want you to be my girlfriend. And she's like, wait, what are you talking about? Basically, he has this proposition that, like, if you make a show and just go with this rumor that's spreading about you, 
and make it look like you and I are together than the layoff of me. You could keep up this ruse and it'll be good for everyone. And so she finally decided, agrees to go with it. And so they put on this big show at some party that someone's hosting, which is hilarious because... Oh, because. <laughs> just because. And everyone falls for it and believes it. So things are good. But what starts happening is her reputation of being a slut is what she calls herself, basically, is getting worse and worse. And then the word gets around to some of the other guys at the school that she did this for him and they want her to do the same thing for them and, like, help them out with their own, like, insecurities and unpopularity. So she agrees to do this for a bunch of different guys in exchange for gift cards to places like Office Max and, like... You know, Target and <laughs> just funny about the gift cards. <laughs> I totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. Gift cards for rumors? I probably would have let it. No. Mm. Uh, some part times I'm like, I mean, you can say a lot of crap about me if I get paid for it. <laughs> like when you think about being a celebrity, it's like. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing where you're, like, you're signing up for gift cards to be like, well, I guess people are allowed to say whatever they want now. Like, yeah. mm, I guess that's how it goes. So there's like a part of that that like is so interesting that that's how that went down, that it was gift cards. <laughs> it probably like, felt... untraceable, I guess. Yeah, I it also know. probably like felt less dirty yeah. than like, here's money, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, but I'm also my reputation is so important to me and I like... So protective of it. Yeah. But I'm like, well, um, probably wouldn't let you say much. Unless it was Target. Then we're, then we're talking. Yeah. Anyways, the gift cards thing was such an interesting, like, yeah, mm, just a little thing. Gift cards. So, of course, this entire time, she they're reading uh, the Scarlet Letter in school because you have to have a kind of ridiculous plot line like that. Yes. Also, about gift cards. I think it also shows that it was never about money for her. She was never, like, right for the right. gift cards. It was just, like... It was, okay, like... Okay. It's kind of, you know, it's a gift The collateral. Like, it <laughs> a was gift a, card. You know, yeah. like... It was about, like, She's a doing you a you. favor. Yeah. So yeah. you got her gift card. Yeah. Yeah, it was really It wasn't, like, I need to make money on this. A coupon? Obviously. <laughs> to Bed Bath & Beyond? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think of our... Imaginary tryst. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, of course, they're reading the Scarlet Letter at this point in school because there has to be parallels. Um, and I forget what it is that tips her off that she... Is it her fight with her friend? Um, Maybe. I forget what it is. Something, like, tips her over the edge and she's like, fine, if this is how they're going to think of me, then I'm just going to lean into it. So she goes and buys a bunch of lingerie and, like, sews an A onto it and starts wearing them to school every day. Yeah, what is the thing? I don't remember. I forget already. There were so many things. Yeah. I'll think about it. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what point. It might have been her fight with her friend. I think so. And then she just gets mad and is like, fine. Yeah. Oh, because she was like, everyone thinks you're a dirty skank. And she's like, well, do you think I'm a dirty skank? Yeah. She was like... Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, that's done. So she starts wearing these, like, corset tops with, <laughs> like, scarlet A's on them that she's sewn on herself. Um, and people are starting to wonder about it. Like, her teacher, um, who is, I think, is it Thomas Hayden Church that plays her teacher? Sure. And he's like, uh, what's going on here? And she's like, I'm just really taking, like, hoping to get a good grade on this project. And he's like, sure. Okay, then. Um, her parents, which we do need to talk about because yes. they're awesome. Um, so we meet her parents and her little brother. We don't meet this mysterious older brother that I'm not sure exists. Um, I forget the actress who Much plays... Much like the moon landing. <laughs> her brother doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I feel like her mom, the actress, is named Patricia something. Patricia Clarkson. Yeah, what else has she done? Oh, girl. Let's pull up that filmography. Yeah. The Green Mile, House of Cards. Uh, I feel like she's one of those people that has been in a lot of things, and I just can't remember she's any of them. She's in Broad City for <laughs> the Annie. She's in the Maze Runners. She, she's great. She's in Parks and Rec. She's in Friends with Benefits. She was on Saturday Night Live. She was in Shutter Island. God, that was so good. That was right after Easy A. Like, that same year. Hmm. She was in... She's in a lot of things. So, she also gets to play opposite... <gasps> yes! Lars and the Real Girl. No oh, Reservations. Yeah. I love Lars and the Real All the King's Girl. Men. Good night and good luck. She's just like, this woman's She's got a everywhere. career. She was in the new Carrie. Oh. I think she was the mom in the new Carrie. Oh, I bet she was. She would suit that part really well. Also, I just got an email about my birthday party. It looks like it's a go. Nice. Yay! So, she is married to Stanley Tucci. Who is <laughs> oh, the most my wonderful. dreams! <laughs> so, like, they are, we've decided they're the best parents of any Best TV parents movie. or like, whatever. Best movie parents ever. They have movie nights every week that the family member of the week gets to pick, and he's always family member of the week. So they have, like, dinner together and all these things. They're just, like, a nice, happy, charming family. But they're starting to get worried. They're like, oh, is everything okay? And she's like, just know that if you hear any rumors, they're not true. Mm -hmm. I was definitely here all weekend, if anyone asks, because you know I was. Like, yep, no need to worry about it. Um... So she starts living up to this reputation at school. Um, what happens next? I don't know. Nothing super. There's a lot of like small stuff, but nothing like big was happening. Yeah, yeah. You start seeing. Um, so Amanda Bynes' character's boyfriend. So. Hey, Siri. shut up, Siri. Siri, no one's talking to you. Okay, bye. <laughs> She's being snarky. Um, he. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's a boy, so I can tell him what to do. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, okay, so. I'm the face of feminism. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so we see that Amanda Bynes' character, um, so she's the super, like, crazy Christian character. They have a whole, like, circle of these Christian kids that are trying to convert everyone on their campus. Um, well, are they really? I... They're... Well, they have to pray for some people. Yeah. Usually, you should be praying for yourself most often. It's <laughs> yeah. my motto. <laughs> pray for yourself first. So, um... <laughs> yeah. They... She... Blah, blah, blah. So, Olive gets called to the guidance counselor's office because the guidance counselor is played by... Lisa Kudrow, she's great. She's married to Thomas Hayden Church, the English teacher. So, what a great teacher he is, too. Yeah. Also, that's a great couple. Like, yeah. not the things that all goes down with them, but, like, what an interesting pairing. And, like, they're acting opposite each other. Yeah, I like it. So, he's, like, worried about Olive, and so he sends her, he asks the guidance counselor to talk to her, and... Um, it doesn't really go well. Like, the guidance counselor doesn't believe that she's faking all of this. Yeah. Um, and then she's like, just send in the next person. And the next person to come in is the boyfriend, who's just, like, sobbing uncontrollably. Amanda Bynes' boyfriend. Yeah. Yes. And so, because of all of that situation, she, Olive, has a whole conversation with Amanda Bynes' character and they become friends they become friends for like a day and a half where she's like oh my gosh I got through to you you're being so nice to me and she's just like what are you let's be friends what are you talking about so they're they're friends for like a day and basically uh, is it Marianne is her name her character's name I don't remember yeah 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 yeah, yeah. she's like super huggy and enthusiastic um so says the huggy enthusiastic girl (laughs) yeah so, I think there's a bunch. There's still other stuff that goes on, um, with like pep rallies and normal 
high schoolness. Yes. Um, and then we see that um, Micah, the Amanda Bynes' boyfriend, is in the hospital, and the doctor comes and tells him that he has chlamydia, which freaks out his mom, who is a super conservative Christian, and they all go into panic mode, and he blames it on Olive because... Um, he says her name when they ask her him like how this happened and she's the scapegoat because she's the one that has this reputation you find out it's actually because he's been sleeping with the guidance counselor yes yeah yep so which is interesting because in Ohio I think you like can't be in high school after you're like 19 I don't I think know they how basically that works. like make make you get your GED. Oh, yeah. Like I think you got like a two year shot. At yeah. At graduating until they're like, okay, bye. Yeah. Figure I think the the guidance counselor says that like he'll be twenty in the fall. Like he'll it's totally twi- legal. <laughs> she says he'll be twenty. He's t- twenty one in eight months. And it yeah. was like, oh, what? yeah. So basically, Olive goes back. To, I mean, he is legal. Yeah. Olive goes back to talk to the guidance counselor, and she's in panic mode, Lisa Kudrow's character, Mm -hmm. because she's just heard this, and she's like, he wants to, like, um, tell the truth, and, like, everyone's trying to tell the truth about it, and Olive's like, you know, like, maybe you don't have to lose your job, like, maybe it was me, and, like, maybe we can just, like, not ruin everyone's life over this. Yeah. Um, and so she takes the fall for it, and then, um, I'm trying to remember what happens between that and her coming back and <laughs> talking about it with her. Oh, I mean, like, at some point, um, did she go on the date with that scuzzy guy? Is that the next maybe, thing that happens? Maybe that's what happens. Yeah, she starts to be like... Everybody was saying that I was sleeping with them, but no one was actually trying to sleep with me or just, like, yeah. ask me on a date. Because she says to one guy early, she's like, you know, if you'd actually asked me to dinner, like, I might have said yes. Yeah. But, if like... If you were a nice dude, I might have been yeah. like, okay. And so she's just, like, kind of bummed out that, like, everyone thinks she's doing all these things, but... No one's mm-hmm. actually trying to, like, just be with her. Right. Which sucks. So some guy comes up to her at lunch and is like, hey, are you busy tonight? Like, do you want to go get dinner? And... So she's like, yeah, let's go to the, you know, lobster Lobster place. (laughs) Which is clearly Red Lobster with a different name on it. Like, it's not even pretending. (laughs) Girl, I hate lobster. (laughs) Continue. I'm not a lobster person either. Um, Yeah, so she goes on the date with this guy. It's going okay. And then, was he formerly dating her best friend, though? I think he's the one who was dating, who was no. kind of with Rhiannon in some of the scenes early. No, I think that she was like, um, she had a big crush on him or something. Like she, yeah. No, this is, um. I don't remember anything about that dude. So I think, I think he was kind of with Rhiannon because he was like, she was like, are you sure you guys aren't a thing? And he was like, oh no, we're not a thing at all anymore or something. So she goes to dinner with him and sees Rhiannon on the other side of the room. He's from Gossip Girl. His name's Penn Badgley. He yeah, was from Gossip Girl. Yeah, that's Todd. That's Sorry. not this guy. They all look exactly they the same. They look a lot alike. They hired... They shouldn't have. Oddly enough, they yeah. weren't all blonde dudes in California. I guess small town California only has brunettes with the same haircut. I guess so. So, no, <sighs> yeah, that guy is the lobster slash... He's this hot school mascot. The mascot, yeah. This is the other dude. Sorry. I was like, yeah, I found him. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> so she's at dinner with him, sees Rhiannon across the room. She also sees um, Lobster Todd yeah. there because he works as a host and is, like, singing happy birthday to someone. Um, Rappy birthday to you. <laughs> yeah. Good. So she's like, uh, we have to go. Like, I don't want to be here with you and... Rhiannon and see it and think the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, Which happens anyways. Rhiannon yeah. sees her and leaving. Yeah. Then they get out to the parking lot and he's like, hey, got a gift card for you. And she's like, oh, oh. this wasn't a real date. And then he's like, 
she's she says she's like, like okay, so what are you what are you what yeah. are you gonna say that we what are you gonna say we did and he's like well one or two hundred bucks look at me and leans in for a kiss and she's like no 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 I'm not sleeping with people for money I'm fake sleeping like I'm, like, tell- I'm telling people I'm that pretending I'm yeah and he was like no just calm down and she was like no go away he was uh, raping her face I was really mad about it yeah. He kept trying. He kept like grabbing her and kissing her after she kept saying no and shoving him away. Yeah. And no and shoving him away and then no and shoving him away, and you know what though, a lot of guys would see that and be like, hmm, I'm not a rapist. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, but you are. But, but you are no. though. But she said Lots no, so you of are. Times. So, so many no's. You raped her mouth. It's mouth rape. I just. I just that really frustrates me that I'm like, how many dudes saw this scene in their life and were like, "Yep, that's how it works." That and feels like, really uncomfortable. No. <laughs> I'm like, but what? Oh, so, so she gets mad and is like, "No, this is not happening." She's like, and "He's like, up. but I paid you," and she's like, "Uh, no, you can have your Home Depot gift card. <laughs> no thanks." And so he just like drives away oh and she's like, "This is bullshit." Yeah, she's understandably upset. Dude, she almost got raped. I know. Like, like I said, understandably upset. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Continue. So, um, Todd has gotten off shift and finds her crying in the parking lot. Lobster Todd. Yeah. To the rescue. And offers to drive her home. And they had, like, she's basically had a crush on him forever, and um, it, he's super nice to her. And so they have this like nice conversation on the drive home where she's just crying all over herself um and so you have there's a flashback earlier in the movie where when they were kids they were at a party like in middle school and were playing seven minutes in heaven yeah and just like seven minutes of torture (laughs) i never played it thank god so they're part paired together and like basically he's super nervous and is like can we just pretend that we kissed and not actually do anything because like I mean they were young like he wasn't ready yeah and so she's like yeah he wasn't ready yeah she was like yeah we can totally say that so when she asks him like do you really think that like I'm as big of a slut as everyone says I am he's like uh no like I remember this super great girl like being nice to me when I was young and, like, letting people think of that so that I didn't feel uncomfortable. And, like, I totally don't think you would do any of these things. Um, yeah, so he takes her home, and she's first surprised that he remembers where she lives, and she, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, and then he's like, if I don't tell anyone, can I kiss you right now? And she's like, no. And no. he's really devastated. And she's like, no, you don't understand. Like, this is a crappy night. And, like, yeah. <laughs> this gross guy just wanted to make out with me. And it was terrible. And, I'm like, sad. I don't want this to be the moment that we kiss. Like, that just would be awful. Good for her. Good for him. Yeah. For asking. And good for her for saying no. Exactly. And saying, I would like to kiss you. And I don't feel threatened by... Like, the option of a no. Yeah. It's being like, no. But I want to keep the option open for, like, a different time. Yeah. So, after that, she goes back to school. Um, And I think that's when she's back in the the guidance counselor's office. And the guidance counselor's like, you know, I think we just need to, like all except that we're going to live with this guilt and just move on. And basically, the guidance counselor is saying, like, now that we have... Like, oh, that's the thing. She decides she wants to just end all of this and tell the truth. And so she goes to the different guys she's talked to to see if they... Oh, because it comes out that her friend is gay. Like, her friend is fine... Her first friend is finally, like, hey, y'all, I'm gay, and, like, takes off, and everyone here, like, finds out about it, and she's like... Well, if that truth came out... I thought it was... I thought that came out after she decided, because she went to look for him to ask him if he would be okay with telling the truth, and then you found out he ran away. That was, like, the first thing, and then she started asking all the other people. Okay. 
So I might be wrong, but I'm <laughs> definitely not wrong. So she's going around <laughs> and trying to get people to like own up to it, and nobody will. Um, Brandon has run away from home. The other guys are like, my life is so much better now. I don't want to get this to get out. And she's like, so she, then she eventually goes to the guidance counselor and says she wants to tell the truth. And the guidance counselor basically says no. And that, like, they're just going to have to live with the consequences so that she can keep her job. Lisa Kudrow. (laughs) And that's when uh, Olive runs to her English teacher, tells him that his wife is cheating on him with a student. Abruptly. In the middle of his day. And just, like, yells it at him and then realizes what a horrible thing she's done and, like, runs away. Because she's realized that, like, she just basically ruined their marriage, and that was not her intention. Yep. But at the same time, like, she couldn't just let the mm-hmm. teacher get away with it. Yeah. So, I think at that point is when she officially starts the webcast that we've been watching this whole time. Yes. Because she decides, oh, well, she decides to come clean with it herself and tell her own side of the story. Um, gets Lobster Todd's help at a pep rally to basically, like, come out and, like, dance to one of the songs. Do, like, a sexy little dance number and some little burlesque gear. Yeah, and then um, basically announce that, like, you should all go to this website at 6 p.m. today and I'll explain everything. And convinces everyone to watch it. Um, Then tells her whole story of all of this that's been happening. Um, Yeah. Because she's just tired of everyone thinking what they're thinking. Um, am I missing anything else before the ending? No, I think that's about that's about the gist of it there. Yeah, so then she gives this whole webcast, which is her... The, you've seen the narration throughout the movie of yeah. what's going on. Um, and she explains, like, what's really been happening. And that, like, none of it is real. That she hasn't actually done any of the things she's been doing. Um, And then Todd shows up outside her window with, like, three different 80s movies cliches. Mm -hmm. And she's basically like, so Todd's here and I really like him. And whatever we do is none of your business. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) And then they ride off on a tractor, like, at the end of Can't Buy Me Love. So... She gets her, like, um, 80s teen romance movie ending, mm-hmm. and everybody kind of gets what's coming to them. Yep. Which is some, like, truth and realizing, wow, that was a human being Yeah, that I, like, used for my own gain there. Yep. Which is super weird. Yeah. Which is such a weird thing to, like, such a weird thing. Such a weird thing. I don't know that I believe that rumors like that's... I don't believe that they spread often in the way that it is portrayed in film. Yeah. They do spread. But I've never seen it be a, like, big text stream of, like, Did you hear that such and such did blah, blah, blah? But it's more of a, like, Oh, no, I hadn't heard about that. What are you talking about? <laughs> or it's more of, it's yeah. such a, like, conversate, it's such a conversational, like, someone will make a comment, and you're like, what are you talking about? And they're like, oh, so-and-so did that. And it's less of a, like, I'm going to go tell my friends. But it's like, oh, yeah, somebody said that they did this thing? Yeah. Did you know anything? And they're like, no. Half the people yeah. are like, no. <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? It's um, clearly hyped up for the movie. Super hyped. The one thing I really did love about her little pep rally announcement yeah. is that when she was just like, the, I mean, it was such a genius thing that she built this whole thing. She came out and did a little musical number for no reason and like was wearing the outfit and the whole deal. And then she was like, if you want to see, basically she insinuated, if you would like to see me have sex with someone, mm-hmm. you can go to this website at this time. Yeah. To, like, ensure that everyone would be watching. Yeah. It's like, excellent work, girlfriend. She's like, I'm going to make sure that people see this. Yeah. Because there's no use in making it if people aren't going to, like, watch the thing. Mm-hmm. 
It was great. It was really smart, and I was really happy about, about that. Her parents were watching. I know her parents were Ooh. watching. Her <laughs> teacher was watching. The pastor slash Amanda Bynes' dad, which was played by Fred Arvidsson, was Hell watching. <laughs> no, there's no debate. It's real. <laughs> okay. Just for argument's sake. There's no, no, no argument. <laughs> what did he say? It's below it's our feet between here and the, the Orient. Orient. And you're just like, oh. What? <laughs> you can't say that, Fred Arvidsson. Oh, Fred, can, Fred says whatever he wants. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Portlandia? Yes. Good. Put a burn on it. <laughs> it's good for you. Put a burn on it. You can pickle that. Pickle it. <laughs> People who haven't, who haven't seen that show like understand what you're they're like. Yeah, that is a thing, isn't it? Pickle it. Uh, pickle it. You can pickle this movie. <laughs> she put an A on it. Yep. Well, that was stupid, Katie. <laughs> no, it made sense. <laughs> Lordy. You put a bird on that pot. I did. You could pickle it. What if you pickled a bird? <laughs> Stop! Uh, I gotta drink some more. It's a puppy. Someone's yelling outside. Oh well. There's a puppy. What? <laughs> Don't yell back. <laughs> so anyway, was there anything else about this movie you want to talk about? Emma Stone's fabulous. She is. I really enjoyed this movie. This movie is one that I watched while babysitting before. I watched like half of it. And then I haven't seen anything else. So I haven't really understood like how it ends or anything. And while it ends super cliche, and they maybe got the point across. Yeah. It's still super fun and I really loved it. Stanley Tucci I think is just the best part. Just like Tan Tucci. Just like being a hot dad, dad life, yeah. Being a hot dad out there in the whole world. His whole like both of those parents and their interactions with their children are great. Yeah. She was just like, Well, we were really her mom's like, We were really hoping you'd get knocked up so we'd have a second chance at parenting and you know, really do it right this time. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, I think uh, I was I was like I know some grandparents who feel that way. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, now you wanna be a good parent? What's yeah. your deal? I also that's love weird. that both of her parents like, so your boyfriend's gay. Uh, and that's We're fine. supportive. And then she's like, <laughs> and you're they're not just my like, boyfriend. They're just like, you do you. Do whatever. You, you do what you It's fine. Do, like, we're supporters of this same sex, different sex relationship. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, I love how trusting they are of her because they're just like, honey, You've been dressing like a prostitute. And he's like, but a nice one for governors and athletes. Yeah. <laughs> and they're a like, nice one. They're like not that worried about her. Yeah. They're like, it, we know that we raised you and that you're smart and that you're going to be okay and that this is a weird thing. Yeah. We're going to bring it up. Yeah. Like, we're like, going to talk to you about gonna it. We're not going to not talk about it. But. Right. But like, also it's still like, when their little brother's like, I have he's like, but I'm adopted. And he's like, who told you? <laughs> We were going to do this together. <laughs> it's like, painfully obvious that he's adopted. Yes. Yeah. Painfully so. Uh, like, just like great parent relationships. I'm like, I want to be those parents. Yeah. But like, they had to work so hard to be that chill. Yeah. To like have children that they trust enough. Mm-hmm. And like, they, ha- I mean, that's such a trust thing. Like, she trusts her parents. Yeah. And they trust her. And so like. Neither of them are break, running around breaking that trust because they yeah. built it. It's, it's like the really opposite impressive. of blockers. <laughs> <laughs> problematic everywhere. <laughs> this was also, yeah, it was. It was super problematic that, like, what was problematic, the concept of the problem that, like, this movie does address is how we treat girls' sexuality mm-hmm. as, like, a rumor gets out that she may have slept with someone once and it's, like, a whole thing. Meanwhile, like, the rumor that she spreads about every guy is fine. Is a positive in their life. Yes, is like, oh, great, I'm doing so much better now socially after the rumor spread that I got to motorboat you. <laughs> yeah. You, on the other hand, are, like, being treated Literally as less than a human being. Being treated like Hester Pritt right now. you're... A woman. So I'm glad that they pointed that one out. Yeah. <laughs> Real hard. They just yeah. looked at it and said, Hey! <laughs> hey, we see you! <laughs> what is this cat doing outside? It's probably just people at the pool. Oh, man. Listen. Yeah, maybe it is. 
I definitely heard it like, wow. <laughs> it's just Matilda being annoying. <laughs> your cat sucks. She your, cat, you, your cat used to be great. Just like Matilda. She still is great. I think that movie sucked. <laughs> well, too bad. It is too bad. I <laughs> wish that I could like it, but I watched it and was like, eh, I don't know about this. It's just okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love so, this movie. How many Tatums do you give it? I give it seven Tatums. Yeah. It's a good, solid seven or eight. If Channing Tatum was in this movie, it would have been a totally similar movie. <laughs> 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 Who would he have played, though? Lobster dude. <laughs> Lobster Todd. Lobster Todd <laughs> would have been a great role. Yeah, probably. Or Ethan, the Christian boyfriend. Or the Christian <laughs> boyfriend. Or the, like, rapey dude. Whatever his name was. Then it doesn't matter. He, do- he does not matter. <laughs> Just let it go, honey. Like, no! <laughs> Just ignore him. No! Arrest him! <laughs> I'm holding something now, everybody. I'm, like, cuddling. I'm, like, I got me so worked up. Uh, but, yeah, I do like this movie. I love it. It's a good teen comedy. It is. Do you give it seven Tatums, too? Is that yes. what I... Cool. Yes. Fourteen Tatums. Nice. Fourteen out of infinity. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds like a really low number now. Maybe we should give it 2,800. Sure. <laughs> out of infinity. Okay. We get about 2,800. <laughs> sounds good. That's, like... A similar. <laughs> it's infinity, so. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> I'm just really enjoying that joke. <laughs> I'm just thinking about, like, could we call it the infinitatum or the infinitatum? The in. in, in... <laughs> Woo! I'm done. <laughs> I love this movie. Everybody yeah. go watch this movie. It's fun. And Emma Stone is great. She's whatever lovely. she does. Yeah. I love her. Well, if you find out any of this remotely tantalizing, you might be into teenagers. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Viewing Party Pod. You can also check out our website where we'll have show notes, links to the weird songs that we were singing. Yep. About the moon. <laughs> and proof that the moon landing was real. Proof. <laughs> I could also probably screenshot you proof that I'm fourth in my bachelorette bracket. Ooh. Uh, and I would be way higher, except I missed the first week, mm-hmm. so I, like, have less points. But, still, but I'm doing really well. I'm yeah. very excited. I love voting on people's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound creepy at all. I could be on American Idol, but be a judge. You can check us out at viewingpartypod.com. Yep. You can join us next week when we watch something else and talk about something different. Until yeah. then, this has been Viewing Party. Party. I have a headache. That's emerged, but it's, like, right above my eyebrow. Uh. But not above the arch of my eyebrow, just, like, (laughs) slightly towards the center. But not, like, the middle. (laughs) But, like, in between where my brow starts and then the arch. It's, like, a little, like, a... Mm. It just feels kind of like a... Like someone, like, froze a pea. And and then just, like, placed it. Yeah, put it right there. You can spell it with your peas, Katie. <laughs> I can spell it with my peas. <laughs> no. Ooh, I like that.